firstly our voices. Okay. And secondly, the sounds of one of us eating. Oh, is that so? Yeah. So I'm ensuring that that is a thing. Yep. That sounds really great. While I eat, why don't you take it away? Well, welcome to more on that later. We... We were trying to figure out what we wanted to do with this episode um, and we have some themes and like core pillars that we would like to touch on at some point throughout the podcast journey but um, today we thought we'd actually talk about the beginnings of our podcast journey and the idea of staying true to yourself um, and staying true to your values. It's been a really interesting journey starting this podcast because when there's a microphone in front of you, it's really easy to let power kind of go to your head, um, as Josh will attest shortly after he's finished shoving his mouth full of food. <laughs> um, it's so easy to get carried away and to feel a little bit invincible. And so we've been having lots of conversations about, um, yeah, just sticking to our values and conversations about like who we want to be and what we want to put out into the world. Um Something that we talk about with our guests is their life philosophy. And I suppose my life philosophy is that I just want to put love out into the world. Um, And I want to make sure that I'm doing that both through the podcast and in every other interaction that I have. So that's me, Josh. He's looking for a fly. <laughs> Trying to attack it. I think he got, got it. it. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> and also didn't poison myself. Amazing. Um, yeah, I'm glad you touched on that because you're so right. Um, I obviously am going through, or I guess I'm at... <laughs> I've been through a period of big change. Mm. I was talking about this with my therapist and the um, the thing that struck me and the way I describe what's happening to me is that I've gone like a pendulum. Mm. A pendulum was swung one way hard for many years. It didn't swing. It just stayed yeah. hard that way. And I was, um, I call it incredibly self-regulated, but more so compartmentalized Mm. uh, and controlled is the way that I would describe it. And now I've, you know, through a lot of hard work, let the pendulum swing the other way. And it's fun. It's really fun. You, you know, there's a lot of freedom in that. Mm. Um, When you decide that you no longer have to please people and almost on the inverse... It can be fun when they don't enjoy who you are. Um, in some way, I've gone from becoming truly myself to being, again, a character of myself. Mm. And the microphone was a very good realization of that because, as you say, yeah, I, um, I mean, we, I, as I said before, we edit a lot in this podcast. Mm. And that's both of us. Both of us have needed editing. Yeah. But remarkably so, who has needed the most editing? You have, if yes. we're being real. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the edits are 
quite confronting to listen back to, you know, mm. saying things for their... Um, their shock value. Their shock, yeah, shock mm. value. Um, denigrating people because I can um, and for no other reason. Um, and so, yeah, I must admit that I had reflected on that, but I hadn't got to the point where I was like, no, that's bad. I kind of was like, you know, I just might keep a check on that. And mm. then when you kind of was were like, no, we, we should take stock. Yeah. I worried that like you wanted this to to end. But I think in a beautiful way you wanted it to be better. Better or like stronger. Um Yeah. And more like who we are. Yeah. So if that's what I was like, how would you describe you in those first couple of episodes? Or what what did you find upon reflection? Um I think I don't know. I I suppose like I get some social anxiety and stuff like that and so I feel like sometimes I can struggle to be vulnerable or be like truly who I am to protect myself Um, and so there are some times where I would maybe just go along with things because I didn't want to ruffle feathers or anything like that Um, but yeah I definitely didn't feel in the first few episodes that we were a good representation of who we are or a true representation of who we are and what we want to put out into the world. And so it's been actually a really um, amazing opportunity in the end to, I guess, almost reevaluate ourselves um, as well as our marriage because, like, this podcast is a big part of our journey together. Um, so we've had lots of difficult conversations but I think they've been really worthwhile and really powerful in growing and strengthening us as a couple Um, and hopefully that's something that we can share and something that the audience can see as well Mm. yeah it's so true like um, the thing that springs to mind is um, like when someone goes to university or someone leaves Mm. school and maybe after a couple of years, one of their school friends comes and drops in and says g'day. They're seeing this person around their uni friends or the new friends that they have. And they're like, why are they calling you by your real name? <laughs> why aren't they calling you by your nickname or whatever? Mm. I think this might have, might have even been connected to a story that I remember, but I can't remember the details. But it's the idea that when you move seasons and move into different periods of your life, you get to choose, mm. am I going to be the person I was before or am I going to change? And there, sorry, there are actually very few opportunities in your life where you have no one to keep you accountable. Um, and most of that happens when you leave school and, mm. you know, a lot of um, big changes happen and you do realise, oh my gosh, now for you, you might... Well, actually, I won't put words into your mouth, but for me, um, yeah, I did get drunk with power. <laughs> and I thought, well, if I'm going to be someone on a podcast, why not make it the brashest, you know, most, you know, larger than life version of myself? Mm. Um, so, again, people can't attack me because can't attack something that isn't real, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah um, 
being yourself it's a vulnerability you're opening yeah. yourself up to criticism um if you're being someone else like who cares if people criticize you that's not you right exactly and that's something that my therapist and i've been talking about is that i there's the inner voice or the inner child mm. the inner child who decided one day don't be whatever that is mm. Or anything like that because that's bad we need to lock that away Mm. and if we give something else to other people they can't hurt us like I feel hurt currently Um, and so that inner child is still there and Mm. it's it sees the real me come out and is like nope nope stop stop what you're doing I'm scared Mm. (laughs) and so by making it more brash and more bold or yeah, whatever you want to call it, again, it warps it and it's easier for that inner voice to go, oh, thank goodness. Mm. People don't have power anymore. It's fine. Um, because, but yeah, I like to um, show myself off as someone who doesn't care about what people think. Mm. Um, but at my core, I don't care largely about what people think, but there are a few people I do care their opinion I think there's a difference between not caring and not minding as well Mm. so hang on trying to gather my thoughts here (laughs) like if you don't care for what anyone thinks then it's really easy to just kind of fly off the rails and Mm. you know you might end up offending people or um being very crude or you know just not being super sensitive to the people around you but if you don't mind what people think of you it's different Mm. does that make sense yeah absolutely it's it's being bold enough to present the honest you and And i think that's the thing like you weren't necessarily being your honest true self when you thought that you were Mm. Yeah, And I thought I was. I, I thought that I was like, man, I feel confident. I mm. feel... Well, I thought I was happy. Um, don't feel any of the ways that I thought that I was before. And so that must be good. Let's mm. lean into this. You know, people are looking at me in a different way. Um, no one is really calling me on this behavior. Or if they are, it's, you know... They're not doing it aloud to your face or... Yeah, or, or in small ways. But largely, I'm getting appreciation and mm. or maybe not appreciation but like kind of like the 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 clown in the corner like oh he's funny <laughs> like yeah. oh my gosh can't believe he said that but then kind of moving on um yeah and, and so i think that it is so important to reevaluate and if we talk about those seasons you know we sat down when we either realized we were going to get married or into our relationship. And I sort of brought it up because it was something that I'd seen my friends do. And I just mm. thought it was a cool thing to have on the wall. <laughs> um, and we haven't put ours on the wall, but it took us a long time. But we did do up our values. Yeah, so we kind of sat down and came up with um, the values that we wanted to be core pillars of our marriage mm. together. So, And I think that while well, uh, the point I was about to make was that the seasons of life mean that those sort of change and define but 
that's those, actually, that's pillars, not what I meant. Like yeah. those ones won't change. They're the ones that we want to stay true to. Mm. Um, and yes, of course, we will change, but like they're the things that we shouldn't let go of, no matter mm. what life is kind of throwing at us. And when we re- sort of do check in and be like, oh, we're not meeting this. Um, we go, okay, well, how do we get back to that? Mm. Um, how do we work back towards that um, and maybe make a few adjustments and changes? Mm. Because this worked before. and This is something that we really appreciated. Um, let's continue to strive for that. And that's uh, in keeping each other accountable. Mm. That's it. I think it's... Um like, that's an important part of having two people on this podcast, right? Like, mm. we keep each other accountable and responsible for the impact that we have on other people. And I suppose, like, when we sat down and wanted to do this podcast, one of the biggest things that we wanted to do was to um, journey with other people, but, like, to help other people as well who might be going through the same things that we're going through. Mm. And by putting, not necessarily hate, but, like, negative energy out into the world that's probably not the best way to go about that. Um, It probably doesn't reflect our purpose here. Um, I can't even, I can't remember what I said was my purpose for being like behind the mic in that first episode, but it was probably something like, yeah, wanting to um, help other people and just like, I want to make sure that other people know they're seen Mm. and that they're not the only ones going through whatever they're going through, Mm. I guess is the biggest thing. The, um, you know, I, I've listened to podcasts for so many years. Uh, When I was in primary school, I would say late primary school, I would listen to live radio. And I think podcasts might've been early high school. And, um, and I only say that because I just want people to recognize that you were the first that I was yeah. I was there from the beginning. <laughs> and you know what? I didn't make a podcast. I didn't yeah. tell people about my podcast listening because no one cared. But suddenly when everyone cared, everyone's like, "Oh, well, that doesn't matter." Like, yeah. yeah. Everyone's got a podcast. Mm. Um, but I was there. <laughs> and you know what? All there was was NPR, which I didn't listen to. Um, Oh, except for like some murder mystery stuff. Um, stuff you should know. Mm. And radio podcasts. And that's why I started listening because I could listen to radio because I couldn't always be around the radio from four to six, mm. but I could listen to radio whenever I wanted to, minus all the bits I didn't want to listen to, which was the music and the ads. I could just oh listen to the gosh. talking. It's amazing. Didn't want to listen to the music? Oh, I, I didn't want to listen to the music, but I realized that it didn't matter as much to me. Okay. Yeah, I, I used to, I mean, I used to love... I'm hurt. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll call it a brand name here, but Nova's probably 2014, 2013, just rotation of the top 10 songs every hour was what I lived for. Yeah, nice. That sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> but those, getting back to your point, like, those voices in my ear, um, while they may not have been intentionally talking to me about, you know, the things that you were just talking about in great detail, they were just living their life and talking about whatever. I craved that so much. Um, and so, yeah, I, I agree with that point. I, I want, I hope that there are people out there who do feel listened to and, and heard, um, mm in a way 
uh, yeah, that maybe that I wasn't or 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 whatever. Um, I hope it can be a a, a platform for for help. Um, but one of the things that I sort of thought back on and in terms of values for the podcast, um, I was hoping I'd come up with something in that moment. I'm, oh, and you I'm didn't. not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, I really didn't. Um, gosh, you have to come back to me. So, yeah, did you want to expand on that a bit more or, or maybe another value? Well, now you've just like got me blanked. Actually, <laughs> no, no, sorry. I, I do have something. <laughs> I often so whenever Courtney just des- describes a podcast because I never describe it, I get Courtney to. Yeah, it's very mean. He puts me on the spot every time, and I still haven't worked out a good way to describe it. <laughs> well, she's better at it than I am because she's quicker. Um, but she always talks about spirituality and religion and fellowship with others in the podcast, and I always chime in at that point and go, and spiritual like spirituality can be. You know, whatever for whoever, you know, like mm. it can be so many different things, kind of shying away from the Christian element of that. And I guess I'm going to try and split the line here <laughs> um, because I'm not very good at being uh, evangelical or, or anything like that. Uh, I've always struggled with that. Mm. I've always struggled with my own religion in general. So. Um, it's hard to sort of... It's hard to talk about your own faith when you're still a little bit... You're still working out your own path. Mm, exactly. Um, and so... And, and the worst thing is because I, I once... Oh, the quick story. I once was asked to go and hand out leaflets in an LNP... Or how to vote cards at an LNP seat in Caboolture... Um, in a by-election mm. um, and I knew someone who was in the LNP party and helped out and they needed some volunteers and it was one of the days leading up to the actual sort of election day so it was kind of early voters there wasn't a lot of and it's amazing how much I hated it because wearing mm. that blue shirt nobody wanted to talk to me Yeah, and it was not an LNP seat actually no it might have been but Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but you know who I talked to the most that day? Who? A, a guy's wife who was there supporting the Labour Party. Mm. And um, I just found her so intriguing because she agreed with me and I agreed with her. And she was there largely because her husband was a very devout Labour person mm. and she supported that. And she's like... To me, I just don't really care, if I'm honest. But yeah. I care about my husband and he cares about being here. Mm. And I, in that moment, could have taken all of my values and gone, well, yeah, I agree with you and just thrown them away. <laughs> um, and so I find that hard to talk to people about something that I care about. And so I don't want to block off people who aren't Christians I hope this is still accessible um, because I believe that um, everyone should feel heard and listened to and I do believe that there is value in whatever you have found to get you through this life. For me, it is Christianity. For you, it might be something else. Do I wish 
do I feel like you're so close to, you know, my way, but yet so far, yes. But am I going to get in the way of that? No, I hope that we can journey together and see the good from the bad and and get people on who we don't agree with. And um, We want to have those conversations. We want to understand mm. other people just as you are. Mm. Um, yeah, just share stories. And, and, and I hope we're not jumping around too much, but um, Trevor Noah, a really great comedian, he started a podcast recently. Got way more downloads than ours. Really interesting. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> he got some big guests on. I think it's the big guests. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing to do with him. We need to get The Rock on. We do need to get The Rock on. <laughs> Man, he's a fascinating guy. Um, anyway, listen to his podcast. Actually, no, no, don't do that. They, well, listen to ours and then listen to it. Anyway, um, I think it's interesting because the, the, the way that he started without The Rock was sort of explaining the podcast and he was sort of talking about the idea that we had lost the ability to disagree. Um, mm. We are so partisan and so stuck in our ideas that either a conversation exists to convert someone and if you can't do that then you will leave disagreeing Mm. Um, and that's not okay Um, and he said that he was in a room full of people who were having a chat and a dinner and late at night and he said everyone would start the conversation with um, now I wouldn't say this in public but Mm. and what they were saying was just things that we don't talk about because we don't want to ruffle feathers. We don't want to whatever. I want to create a mm. space where we can be open and listen. And maybe that is and what... And love. And love, yeah. And, and, yeah. That, and that's maybe the answer to my question that I didn't answer before. That's what I want to be, is open mm. and to listen and still have ideas. Um, but be open to the ideas of others. Mm. And being okay with maybe walking away and, and disagreeing. Mm. Sometimes, I think for us, it wouldn't be good. <laughs> um, you and I. Yeah. <laughs> because like that's not what a marriage is, right? No, I mean, the idea is that we got together because we have a lot of common values and beliefs. Yeah. And <laughs> um, but I hope for other people, and that's fine. Like, we don't, it doesn't matter. And there are a few controversial people that we know, or th- things that they do are controversial Mm. and I I still am considering whether I want to talk to them or not and there are a lot of people we can get to who aren't controversial before then but the thing that I always come back to and not to get too faith-based but I suppose it's a big part of who I am and where we come from with a lot of our ideals Um, Jesus didn't hang out with the converted Right. Right? Like, he hung out with all of the people that were unclean and, you know, that often in the church people would be like, ew, that's disgusting. Like, don't go near that. Mm. And, like, Jesus... They try and steer him towards other people. Yeah. Um, But, like, if Jesus can love people who don't have the same way of life as him or like have never even heard of him then why shouldn't we be able to have conversations with people who don't believe the same thing that we do Mm. you know I I think for me there was this one day that I realised when it comes to disagreements and I'd love for you to picture this with me because I find it very interesting most people don't tend to find it interesting (laughs) maybe it's just me but um, 
I think about all the times I've tried to convince someone of anything, mm. of anything they, do, they, don't, they don't agree with, especially me. I, th- I think about me doing this. Immediately what they do is shut the garage door. That's what I imagine. Shut the door. Mm. And no matter what you say from that point on, it's shut. Yeah, and it just only, bounces off. And unless you are in a very trust position or even not, mm. and as soon as you tell me something that I don't agree with, what do I do? Don't believe you. Yeah. Shut down. Yeah. Stop listening. Yeah. Even if I'm right and I'm always yes, right. Yes, and you are always <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> he just refuses to believe I am. Exactly. Um, and I think that that was an interesting thought because um, I was like, well, then how do we ever get to a consensus or, or change someone's mind? And the first step is to make sure the roller door doesn't shut. Mm. And what I came to was a very blunt instrument which is that all you can do is ask questions mm. to a point. Like you can't be too probing and live out your experience. Mm. You can share your experience, you can ask questions and then you can model. We can talk to you like all the damn day <laughs> about what you should be doing with your life. But at the end of the day, like your people are going to make their own decisions. Mm. Um, and as they should that's Mm. everyone's right um but if we can live our lives in a way that people go oh wow like there's something different there there's something special Mm. um yeah that's that's what is most effective or what it what Mm. it's about right and i don't know about you but like going back to that point of like me living out who i am you know what's you know what's sexy Did did you imagine I was going to say that? No. I didn't either until about half a second ago. Okay. But you know what's sexy? What? I used to try and work this out so much when I was in school. Mm. Because all I wanted was a girl. Sounds like a teenage boy, right? Yeah. (laughs) And look, you know, I just, I saw other people around me and I, that's all I wanted. And I was like, how, what have they got that I don't? (laughs) Do you know what they had? Were they unashamedly themselves? No, I wouldn't say that. Okay. I would say they had confidence. Well, but you know how that. you build confidence? Loving yourself. Being unashamedly yourself. <laughs> you were so close. You already said it. <laughs> um, and I think back on the story of when, you know, the the first time you came away from being like, oh, I might like this guy, was the very same night that I came away being like, gosh, stop, Josh, why were you yourself? Like, that Mm. was awful. That was over the top. That was ridiculous. And it comes back to that idea, like, every time you've met people from my circles, they've come away being like, wow, that Josh guy, he's so amazing. He's Mm. really great. Like, what a great fit for you. Mm. And you've come away from those nights being like, oh, I just wasn't on. Like, I've just been so stressed and anxious. Like, Mm. I just couldn't put on the Josh that I normally can. Mm. Um but you were just being yourself. Mm. And I think I think people value that and love that because mm. you're such a beautiful person. Mm. <laughs> Almost, yeah, putting on the front, it kind of gets in, in the way of that. Mm. Yeah. You're, you're someone who I've always known. Like, I think that I'm a good listener, but you are more of a good listener because you just never speak. <laughs> <laughs> and so if you're not speaking, what are you doing? Listening. Listening. We have two ears, one mouth. <laughs> Do the math. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I feel 
Same. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 all right, good. That was good. See, that's how good she is. <laughs> so good. Um, and through that listening, you, I find you to be very open and, I mean, very strong in your values, but but also very open. Um, is that always what you have been like? Um, I feel like I have always been open, but I think a lot of that also comes down to my experiences like yeah I guess like with my mental health stuff I know what it's like to struggle and like everyone has struggles in their lives right Mm. so having gone through different mental health battles means that I'm more open and aware to what other people might be going through. Mm. Um, And so for me, that helps me to give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, like if someone is having a really bad day and they're not particularly polite or kind, um, instead of being like, wow, what an absolute asshole, I can think, okay, rough day for them. Um, (laughs) Mm. Yeah, I guess it kind of comes back to that. But Mm. I'm also very aware that I am incredibly flawed um, and so what right do I have to judge anyone else in the way that they live their life mm, it's good and it, it's funny like you talk about that li- that lived experience almost like that's mm. how you build that and I must admit as I have my own lived experience nothing compared to yours I mean but I have I mean you have your own yeah I have my own yeah, yeah. <laughs> more on that later yeah well, there you go um I I really struggle with people or I guess I never really realized how much people just can't understand that. I remember reading... Um, uh, so Jeremy Clarkson always wrote these books mm-hmm. and they were just his columns from The Sun or whatever newspaper he was in. And I always got so annoyed because I just wanted Jeremy Clarkson to write a book about his life. <laughs> Didn't want to read his stupid mutterings about, you know, the fact that you can eat... Uh, he, he, <laughs> I one article. It was about the fact that you could eat um, foie gras in uh, Fran- France and then you could fly to England and you could fart in England based off that foie gras. (laughs) And that's why we have global warming. Wow. That was was the whole article. Just stupid stuff like that. That's wild. Did not expect that to come out in this episode. (laughs) There you go. And I remember remember reading one part and he was like, um, I'll be completely honest, I really... uh, he, He was talking about... I think he was talking about how a lot of celebrities at the time were starting to use mental health now he would say as an excuse Mm. um, but as a reason for not doing something Mm. or maybe someone had sort of gone into their mental health journey and he just was like you know and what he was saying was that um, he said I'm genuinely said I'm sorry I have never ever um, experienced depression Um, I have been happy my entire life um, and I'm sorry about that, but it means that I cannot understand Mm. like where you're at. And I remember being like, that's an incredibly... Oh, no, the first thing I thought was like, wow, 
I'm like Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> I've never had a bad moment in, the, in my life at all. I wonder what depression feels like. <laughs> um, Little did Josh know. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and now I wonder, does Jeremy have some things that he would maybe like to discuss <laughs> with a therapist in a small dark room? I think that's for him to decide, isn't it? Yeah, and I don't think it will. But it doesn't matter. Um, and it goes back to that idea of um, that lived experience. Having now lived that experience, mm. something that Jeremy... Maybe he doesn't say that anymore, but he didn't at the time understand. When I, sp- I have had people say to me, I don't understand what you're going through because I've never had this. Mm. And it frustrates me. Really frustrates me. Um, mm. How did you find that when, when people were trying to talk to you through those really tough times? Oh, gosh. It depends on the time, really. Um I think there have been a lot of times where I haven't quite felt understood. Hmm. I don't quite know how to talk about this without going fully into the details. No, that's all right. No, it's fine. Like we need to go back to the values. No, it's okay. Like I suppose over the last 12 months I've had a bit of a rough time um, and I'm... You married me. Well, yeah, that's, that's, that's going <laughs> to... <laughs> it was even tough for me, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um... I'm married to me, and I have oh, been since no. I was born. <laughs> Yikes! No, I wish like that was a joke. <laughs> I've had that thought, and I've been, I, and I honestly, I'll come out to Courtney. I'll be like, "How do you do it?" Because a lot of the time, I hate myself. So, how do you go through it? But anyway, <laughs> carry on. Um, you're wonderful. You just don't quite see it at the moment. Mm. Um, but anyway, I suppose, yeah, the last 12 months haven't been particularly fun. Well, probably 12 months to two years, hey. Mm. Um, and at the moment, like, things are good. I'm in a really, yeah, awesome space on some new medication, which is awesome and helps. Um, mm. But the last 12 months, I, because of the weight and the heaviness and just how severe my mental health kind of battle was I withdrew a lot from Mm. um, all the people who had been I guess my support network um, prior to yeah that point and it's been quite challenging because I haven't actually had any one of those people reach out and say hey how are you going um and so I don't think they actually know what this last year has looked like for me um and I've had some other new and incredible support networks come into my life over the last 12 months which I wouldn't be here without Josh is one of them he's my biggest supporter (laughs) um but yeah I think I think it's just really challenging when you feel like you've been a crappy friend or a crappy person um but uh, like how do you after you've withdrawn from a group of people how do you re-enter that fold again Mm. without you know making excuses for your poor behavior over the last 12 months like Mm. It's interesting, uh, and, and I, I don't want to devalue what you just said because I often try to 
humanize people and defend people and mm. and, 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 and I do the same. Yeah, and, and, and that's not what the point of this is, but I just mm. find it interesting like whenever I'm in those moments where I'm in the darkest moments, do you know do you know what I think? Why isn't anyone thinking about me? Sorry, that's true. Yes. But what I was gonna yes, that's actually what I do think. Yeah. But what, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But what I was gonna say was well maybe it's after it, I go Gee whiz, like, if that was a small idea of anything that Courtney has experienced for a long period of time, I don't know how she gets up in the morning. Um, Some days I haven't. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think that it's it just interests me how much, like, we're all trying Mm. And some of us just can't try beyond ourselves. Mm. And that's that's the other thing, like how selfish of me to think, oh, none of those people reached out to me, like they mustn't care about me, blah, blah, blah. But they're going through their own things at the same time. Mm. They've also had probably a rough 12 months. Like I didn't reach out to them either because mm. I barely had capacity to care for my own well-being at that time. Like I said, some days I didn't even get out of bed. Mm. Um so, who am I to judge them for not reaching out to me? And, and there's, a, there's a bit of yin and yang in both. Of that. I'm not saying that you should always be the one reaching out. You know, it, it is good to reflect. And mm. I think that through experiences like that, you do find who your true friends are mm. or, or who your true support network is. Mm. Um, but, it, yeah, life is just hard. <laughs> it is tough. But I guess, yeah, that's why we have those people around us who do, they just always there for us yeah no matter what we're going through and if you the don't that have, we keep around if you don't have that i think this is probably quite a deep conversation mm. i want you to do two things um firstly like i'm happy like message the podcast page yeah happy we'd to love do that to hear from you yeah um at the same time we also have a limit and so we can't be your support net for, network forever and that's why the second point i want to make is that um like lifeline and kids helpline do an incredible job mm. um i think both or at least kids helpline is um entirely a not-for-profit um it, it may have a few government subsidies but it is uh, largely continues through uh, people's giving um and it can be really hard to reach out to someone mm. Um, and say, I'm not okay because you think that no one will understand or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's worth reaching out to someone and just saying, hey, mm. I'm not having a good time. Mm. Um, and that's probably the third thing I would say mm. is I would like look to Lifeline. There's so many avenues. Like you can text, you can do whatever. Um, but reach out to anyone in your, who's clo- who you're close to. You'd be surprised too. People care a lot more than you think they do. It's amazing how little friends you think you have in those dark moments. Mm. And you actually do have a few people Mm. in your corner. Um, So, yeah, that's values. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kind of evolved a little bit, didn't it? (laughs) Yeah, but I think that that's good. That's what a podcast is, right? Mm. Yeah. so what what did we say? We had openness, we had spirituality, love, love, 
uh, being open to people we don't agree with and being able to disagree with them. That one's yep. a bit longer than the rest. Mm. Um. <laughs> we actually did write down a whole bunch of our oh, yeah. core pillars when we before we even started the podcast. Why would we reference those? Um. Why don't we just bang it out now? <laughs> Get the whiteboard. My favourite line from a great show called, um, first it was Michelle Tim and Marty, then it was Kate Tim and Marty, um, was... Put a pot of coffee on, get the butcher's paper out. <laughs> We're doing an all-nighter. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds awful. <laughs> um, I'll have the coffee and you can have the all-nighter. <laughs> yeah, great. But also the idea of a pot of coffee. Mm. Again, I don't want to spread the opposite of or hate in the world, but I have a strong dislike for, what is that, Keurig kind of coffee that, that the Americans have. I have no idea. You know how they they just put the cof they put the big jug in the coffee machine that just mm. drips. I don't know what that's called. It's called Keurig. Okay, there you go. Learning new things. Um, I've never had it, so I can't have an opinion. Yeah, I had it once. Not good. Wow. But you know what? Some people out there love it. Mm. Love it to pieces. Mm. And I hope to give them all an Australian latte. And if they want to go back to their American coffee, that's fine. I will I will be very, very happy. Look at this. This is hashtag growth. <laughs> really good stuff. Yeah. Is that the title of our episode? Hashtag growth. It's really good. Someone write that down because we're getting... Uh, we did two guest episodes this weekend and now we're doing this week's main one. This is great. Yeah. I'm remembering all the edits I need to make. Excellent. The great one about this one, no edits so far. Ooh. So I wouldn't... Wouldn't swear right now. <laughs> That'd be frustrating. That would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Shall we wrap up? I reckon we should. Mm. More on that later. That's it. <laughs>